Thank you so much, BBS Radio. So here we are at it again on the Wednesday evening, questions and answers with the Elohim and the Ra group. This is a one-hour broadcast on BBS, simulcast with a conference call. And you have the opportunity to ask a question that Wynn can ask for you through Terry Brown to our sources. You can email your question to questions at intelligent-infinity.com. And Ben goes out to those questions during this live show and we'll ask them to our sources. We have someone else join in. Welcome to the conference call. If you want to, feel free to say a name and location. I'm in Northern Ohio. Hi, everybody. Welcome, Don. Hi, Don. Hi, Don. Hi, Jeannie. Welcome, Hi. Jeannie. Hi. <laughs> Thank you. Is everybody still breaking up for you, Alan? What? Is everybody still breaking up for you? Everything breaking. I don't understand what you're saying. <laughs> I mean, yes, the answer is yes. Welcome to the caller. Please say name and location. Hi, it's Bonnie in California. Hi, Bonnie. Hi, Bonnie. Hi. Hello. Hi, Antonio. Hi, Alan. Hi, Don. Hi, Don. Hi, Don. Hi. No, no, I got a great no. job with anyone's intro. understand either of you. Exactly, that's the problem. It was two people talking at the same time. Go, Go ahead. ahead. Who wants to hear my joke? Go ahead. A little kid goes to his father and says, Dad, I had a great day today. I wrote a note in school. His father said, oh, really? What would you write? He said, well, I was in school and I saw this bunch of apples on the counter. But next to the note, next to the apples was a note that says, only take one because God is watching you. And the father said, so? So what did you do? He said, well, I went to the other end of the counter and there was a bowl of cookies. And I wrote a note. I said, take as many as you want because God is watching the apples. How uh-huh. <laughs> about for the next two callers? Please say your names and location. Kathy from Tennessee. Hi, Kathy. 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 Welcome, Terry. Hi, Terry. Hi, Terry. Thank you. Hi, everybody. Antonio, everybody has e-bikes now. <laughs> no, not many. So that's the old kind. I was given two bikes at the thrift store. Mm-hmm. And I hard looking for carts for them. Well, if you do like the generic aftermarket parts, 
I went on eBay and everything for the model that I, that I was given was really expensive because it was vintage. Good evening. Welcome to the conference call. Please say the name and location. Hi, hi. This is John, Chicago. Welcome back. Good to have you here. Thank you. Did you say John? Hi, John. Hi, John. Hi, John. Yeah. And welcome to the next caller. Appreciate the location. Terry and Sedona. Welcome. Hi, Terry. Hi. Hi, Terry. Hello. Hello. Positive greetings, Terry. And welcome to the next caller. Appreciate the location. Hi, it's John Minard and Boulder Creek. Welcome, Darmananda. Hi, Darmananda. Hello, Antonio. All right. Thank you all for being here. Good evening. Welcome to the conference call. Please say the name and location. Roger and Austin. Good evening, Roger. Welcome. Hi, Roger. Hi, everybody. Hi. And we wait for Winfrey to present himself. Terry Brown is here. Thank you so much, Terry, for your outstanding work that you do for humanity. This is awesome. We greatly appreciate you, honey. Yes, we do. Sunday's call was very good and yep, interesting. Yep. I wish I could remember some of it. <laughs> yeah. You and me both. I'll have to listen to it again. All right. So hopefully Vin can make it soon. Do you know uh, Terry Brown? If uh, Vin is going to make it in soon, he's probably muted. I mean, Vin is also, you know, amazing the things he does. I I think we all are amazing. That's true. Yeah. I'm also super glad with the, the whole Planet Healing Project. I think that's coming along very well. Yeah. You are, and if you, you are amazing, Don. <clears throat> Thank you. And for those that just came on board, BBS Radio, we welcome you. Thank you for being here. We had another live caller. Welcome. Please say name and location. Hello. Good afternoon. Good evening, Sajna. Good and Abend, Ajna. Ich welcome Good and Abend, Ajna. Good and Abend, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> when I first heard that, I thought you were saying Good and Abend. <laughs> and it sounded like knob, like a doorknob. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant sleep. Napping. Good napping. Good napping. <laughs> all right. And I want to remind again to all of you listening, if you do want to ask a question to our sources, 
You can submit it through email to questions at intelligent-infinity.com. Welcome to the next caller. Please say the name location. It's Terry coming back again. Welcome back, Terry. Welcome back, Terry. We thought you were muted all this time. Oh, I accidentally hit the wrong thing and hung up. All right. Is Vin on his way? What's happening? Did he come in yet? Nope. Nope. Six oh seven. Six oh seven. Welcome to the next caller. We can never It's Wynn. Hello, Wynn. Hi, Wynn. Hi, Wynn. Hi, Wynn. Is Terry here? Yeah, I think yeah. he's yeah. here. Yeah. Okay, cool. Okay. Is Judy Gibson here? I haven't heard of her. No, I don't think so. And welcome to the next caller. Please say the name and location. But of course, I'll leave you welcome. She happened to be Judy Kane. All right, then. Shall we get going? It's uh, 6.08. And uh, the council is, uh, it's unfortunate. It's not looking so good for me to work with it. I can't find have you not figured out how it works? I figured out how it works, but it's so uh, uneasy to work with. I can't find the echoing phone line, for example. I see. All right. Can we get going? Can we get going? Ready. Awesome. Thank you so much, Ben and Terry. It's amazing what you guys are doing. Muted. And, and how can we still have the echo? Is it coming to you from my Coming from me? I, I can't tell. It looks like it. I'm going to mute myself. So um, today it is till March 16th. And here we go. The recording has started. This is March 16th, 2000. And 22, Winfrey and Terry Brown in Sedona, Arizona. And we do a whole bunch of conference calls every week on different topics, believe it or not. And uh, we actually keep people interested. And I'm kind of amazed. That. Yeah, let me take a look here. We this this call started. At least it didn't start, but what we're doing started in two thousand and two when I had a new girlfriend that started <laughs> asking me, telling me, those guys want to talk to you again. And I would take out a tape recorder and ask them questions. And um, I didn't trust it at first. 
And I, I said to myself, if it's real, it's going to prove itself. And in general, I didn't trust channelings, okay? I saw channelings. How do you trust them? How do you trust the disembodied voice that talks to you through somebody else? Do they have an intention? Are they demonic? How do you know they're telling you the truth? And in this case, the source that was talking to me identified itself as the Council of Elohim, which was a pretty exalted name. When I Googled the word Elohim, I found out it was one of the names for God in the Old Testament, the name the Mormons used for God, and the creators of the universe. So it wasn't just channeling, it was channeling a very high source, if they were who they said they were. And then in, I decided I would just ask them questions, and that's all they told me to do, and, and see what I could learn. And in the first six months of doing this, my sister had a miracle of healing. And um, I asked them if they could help her with something. I figured, well, if, if, if they're God, they ought to be able to do something, and we'll see. And so she had, she had lupus, amongst other things. And she had cancer. And the cancer, she had an operation, and and the, the operation was dubious. They weren't sure if it was going to be successful, but it was. But then a few weeks later, her husband called me and said, something really strange happened. Joanne's lupus disappeared. They kept testing her, and there was no lupus. And lupus never goes away from a test. So then I asked them, how did you do that? And their answer was pretty stunning. They said, we projected a filter into her blood and took the lupus out. And at that point, I said, I think that that must have happened. And then I started asking myself, well, I wonder if a negative source could have done something like that just to get me endeared. And I kept asking questions. And I'm not going to go through all the things I went through. It took a few years to actually be pretty certain they were who they said they were. And one of the things that was really compelling was... I asked them, was Terry ever anybody famous? And Terry is the person that was channeling and bringing through the messages. And Terry happens to be very reserved and very shy. And I've known Terry for years. And it was only after about 30 years that this happened. And they told me to look up St. Catherine of Siena. So I Googled that name, and I found the story of a young woman in Siena, Italy, 
1300 A.D., who would go into the local church and they would write down everything she said because they thought God was speaking to them through her. And when she died, all of these, these were channeling. She was channeling the same thing Terry was doing. And uh, uh, when she died, her channelings were compiled in a book called St. Catherine's Dialogues with God, which became a classic of Catholic literature. And Terry happened to be the spitting image of St. Catherine. And I already had some knowledge that people tend to look like their past life. Because when you die, your soul carries your DNA. And when you come into a new body, the program's the new body with the DNA of the past life. And you also have your parents' DNA. It's not a perfect match, but people tend to look like their past lives. And my first incident of this was with David Wilcock and Edgar Casey. And I, I happened to be writing that book when all this started to happen. And David happened to be the spitting image of Edgar Casey. David's girlfriend looked like Edgar Casey's wife. David's father looked like Edgar Casey's father. And the improbabilities of this were just. Uh, of the probabilities of all these things being so were astronomical. And um, so in any case, Terry is going to be channeling today. And this is the call where people have submitted questions which our sources are going to answer. And actually, they call themselves Ra'an, and they're a combination of two group souls the Elohim group, and the Ra group. And uh, originally we were just talking to the Elohim, and then the Ra group came in because they had something to offer different than the Elohim. And we've, we've, had, you know, this is, we've had many calls, thousands of calls actually, which are posted on the Spirit Channel. And if, 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 if who we're talking to is really who they say they are, this is kind of an epic adventure. And they don't want people to worship them. They say they're like they're our highest, higher, our big brothers in a higher dimension. And they can help us in ways that are very important. And we've been doing these calls for years now. And Many people have come to the call, calls have had phenomena, they've had uh, synchronicities, they've had healings, and, and, and they've observed all of this. And it's very transparent. There's, there's no worship involved, none of the normal things you associate, that I associate with the idea of God. So we have some questions tonight that people have submitted. And listen carefully, see if it resonates, see if they seem wise to you, see if you relate to them. And if you do, come back. We actually have 10 calls a week. 
And um, one of our calls, which we do every day, is a planetary healing call, where they help us create better outcomes for our planet. So we start this off, first of all, by checking and seeing if Terry is unmuted. Hello, Terry. Hello. Hello. I hear you. Okay. <coughs> I'm on uh, no, your Are you on a headset? Yeah, I'm on this funny headset. I don't know. I hear an echo when I talk into it. You're not very loud today. Can you get? Can you put your mic closer to your mouth? Is this better? Is this better? Much better. Except they got an echo. Maybe I'll have to call back. Well, I don't hear an echo, okay? Well, I do. And, uh, well, I'll try it. Everybody... It's hard, you know, to concentrate when you hear everything twice. Yeah, and hi. Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at it. looking at it. The, uh, I just used the, uh, the uh, one council. But there, it's a terrible echo. Yes, there is. Now I don't. Why don't I hear an echo? It must be coming from I don't hear an echo when you talk. But I, when no, I but talk, I, don't hear, I do. I, I don't. I don't hear an echo with, with you when you talk. By the way, hi. So with the new console, are you looking at it right now? Yes, I am. Yes, I am. If you look at it, it says all. And then it says active speakers. Right, right, right. right, right, right. And active speakers is like what used to be at the bottom right. in the past. Remember? Okay. Yes. You know, there, there are only three active speakers. Is it, that you, you, Terry, and I. But the echo is present yeah. when I talk and when Terry talks. It's not when you talk. Right, right. No, I, don't I don't hear it. No. Let me see something here. Uh, I'm just going to ask everybody. Unmuted. Tell me, does everybody hear an echo on Terry and Hive? Yes. 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 I'll try what's, and call what's back. Wrong? Call, back. Call, back. call back. There's echo cancelers on the circuit. Sometimes they don't work. But okay. it's not you, Terry. It, it is uh, to win his line. Terry. Recall back. Recall back. Both you guys and they'll, they'll go away. Okay. Terry, try calling back. Well, should we all call back? Should I call I, back? I, I think oh. you, you oh. men need to call back. Yeah. You're I don't fine, hear Wendt. an echo now. Oh, wait a minute. You know? No, I hear an echo. Okay, that's first. Muted. Muted. Okay, so we're going to call. I'm going to call back, okay? Okay, please. Yes. Okay, please. All right. Let's see what's going to happen. We have uh, yeah. this console we look at, and they, uh, they changed it pre conferencing. But, uh, 
see what happens when Ben calls back in. Tara, you're yeah. here, right? Yeah. I'm here. Yeah. Do you hear right, an echo good, right no. now? No, yeah, no yeah, echo. Yeah, the echo went away. Right. Let's wait till Ben comes back in and see what the situation is then. Okay. Terry, I love you, honey. Thank you. I love you guys so. What is started? Okay, this is when I'm back. Okay. Yes. One, two, three. Yes. Yeah. It's still there. Is it better? Is it better? Uh oh. It wasn't. It wasn't there when you. We were gone, but now the, now you call in and the echo is back. Right. He's saying, me or Terry? You will. You will. Wow. Can you go on VOIP? Yeah, I'm doing that, okay? This service is provided in high definition by free time. I'm your phone line, okay? Okay, is this better? Bantu. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Perfect. Okay, good. So I'll just do it this way. Okay. Okay. And uh, thank you all for being patient. I think it's worth it. But um, just one moment, please. Father, Mother, God. We ask for the presence of the light to surround and protect Terry, myself, everyone on this line, everyone on BBS. We see ourselves in the flow of energy radiating from the center of the universe through the galaxies, through the Milky Way, through the solar system, through the outer energy fields of planet Earth, through our bodies, and into the center of the Earth. And right now, we invoke a group energy connection while maintaining the sovereign integrity of our souls And we invite those sources that are positive, service to others, honoring the law of one, to join with us. And we create a protected space that only the positive has access to. Anything not of that nature must leave now. And do we have our sources present? We greet you in the love light of the one infinite creator. If we ever see anything that doesn't make total sense to you, disregard it. This is Ra. We are an aspect of the Ra group, the Elohim group, and we are not God. We are God's servants, and we are here to assist. Um, we come directly to you, each and every person on the line or listening to a transcript. 
listening to a, a audio data or reading a transcript, we come directly to you. We feel the vibration of the work, and we are automatically connected. Do you have questions? Yes, we do. And our first question is from this moment. It's from Don Herman. Does the one infinite creator ever take an active part with events or people on earth? And I should add, or anywhere else. Thank you. Uh, if you take a look at the one infinite creator, the one infinite creator is all. And so all is interacting with all and taking an active part in everything. We, uh, the one infinite creator does not take an active part until um, there is a manifestation of um, his her, its phenomena uh, that has become manifested, and it's the manifestation that uh, that uh, and, and uh, the granting of free will that um, it takes parts. Now. I don't, I don't think this happens, but I'll ask it. The one infinite creator already is everything. So it, 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 it probably doesn't talk directly to someone like a separate being anyway. Uh, am I correct there? When there is a consensus uh, in the universe, uh, you could consider uh, that uh, it does talk to people. When you say a consensus... This, yes, go ahead. What, what do you mean by a consensus in the universe? Uh, when there is a group that has reached a consensus of what uh, they are thinking and feeling and have created a hologramic imprint of that and are acting uh, in unison, uh, then we would consider a unit of the uh, universe is um, expressing its um, manifestation. And does the consensus have to be spiritual to have that occur? Or say, folks, people have a consensus to say, let's be Republicans or let's be uh, philosophers or I would. Can you clarify that? Uh, it does not have to be spiritual. It can be uh, a bunch of wolves howling at the moon. 
Okay. Thank you. And one more question from Don Herman. Don, I'm catching up finally. Are people that deliberately do horrible things to others just categorized as part of service to self? Thank you. And Don, I want to mention that everybody is partially service to self. Um, and uh, if somebody is doing horrible things to others, the chances are you would call the actions service to self. Uh, would you call the person service to self? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if you can, uh, as some, I mean, some people are so consistent, you could label them service to self because, you know, they're not just like a little more than half or less than half. They're like 90, 95% or something. So, I turn it over to our sources. These uh, people that are uh, so service to self, uh, their heart is closed, their chakras are closed. They uh, don't have a lot of energy going on within them, and so they are desperately trying to collect energy and to uh, input their will on other people. Uh, in, in an effort to eat out a little bit of energy, um, they do dastardly things to other people, and they uh, feel the the energy coming off, and it gives them a bit of uh, uplift. Thank you. Okay, next question, and this is from Terry. The Barber in Dallas, Texas. A friend passed five days ago on March 11th, and it's being investigated as a suicide. He was a lifelong service to other healer and teacher, and this is very unexpected. I've called in angels to minister to him and now asking for our sources to check in on how he's doing and any more they can share. His name is Robert Mullins of Cushing, Oklahoma. There is, is several layers of this to just the uh, overlaying story. Uh, and then there is his book at it. He really didn't expect this. And um, it was really uh, quite a shock to, to him. And uh, he's still trying to review it, exactly what happened. Uh, he, he, um, he He's somewhat... Uh, upset about this whole thing. He, he really did not expect to leave his um, group of people that loved him. Uh, and um, it deserves an investigation. Thank you. In other words, you're suggesting from your perspective, it doesn't look like suicide. 
Um, well, we do not wish to get ourselves in the middle of an, a, a great big investigation case going on at this time. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right. Well, the implication was there, so draw your own conclusion. And next question, okay? Sija asked this question as a general question. What is the most effective way that one can heal themselves from mental, emotional trauma and anxiety? And I think by calling it a general question, she's not asking it about herself, but it's something that if someone else was going through it, she didn't say this, but how could she counsel them or something? Thank you. When someone has such a traumatic incident, uh, there are clues that they hear that they do not want to move into the area. They withdraw energy from their body that has been traumatized. They do not want to experience pain of the trauma, and they tend to um, withdraw their energy from it, and this creates a slower healing because they aren't putting their full energy into the healing. If one can confront the healing straight out, flat out, uh, and experiencing the quick flash pain of it, sometimes the um, like on a burn, the blisters can heal before they uh, are even formed. Uh, if take, uh, if they withdraw their energy from it and try to avoid the pain, then um, they instate the uh, wounds. They do not heal the wound. It's like if you have some trauma within the first half power of having it, if you can totally take a look at everything that went on there and um, re-experience it, your body uh, it, it can go back together and be healed. Um, so even if something has been in a different life uh, looking at it still uh, uh, and seeing exactly the components of it and what's there can help a person to uh, recover from it and begin to uh, put energy back into the area that they've withdrawn energy from because they don't want to experience the pain. That's why an individual, let's say they received a gunshot wound and died in one life, and then in the next life at the area of the gunshot wound, they, they may have a birthmark because they have withdrawn the energy from that area and it didn't develop right. Thank you. Ken, who just sent me a question. Could you send uh, an email with your city, please? Thank you. And next question is, 
from Sean in Vancouver, Canada. Are the ascended masters okay? There are there are beings that come through and channel in a channeling situation. This is not his question. This is my preamble, and they call themselves ascended masters. And it has been indicated that because somebody has an, an exalted name they give themselves does not mean they are that. And so that's the first amount of discernment one has to apply to this. And, and let me read the question now. Are the Ascended Masters, Saint Germain, as described by certain groups such as Theosophy, a real thing, and the hierarchy and cosmology associated with them? And if so, does the Elohim Ra group interact with them? Sean. Thank you. Yes, they are real. And there are people that um, channel them and uh, people that interact with them uh, and uh, share their wisdom and write down their wisdoms. Uh, they, uh, do we interact with them? Um, we may interact with them if someone has asked a question. And uh, it um, takes me into the, uh, takes um, the, if we are an aspect of the Elohim and of the Wagu, and it can take us into the vicinity of Saint Germain. Uh, and then we can work with Saint Germain to bring through an answer. Uh, we, this is essentially, unless to say St. Germain would contact us, uh, then we would interact. We do not generally go and contact Ascended Masters uh, on our own. We are more available, both us, the Ra, and us, the Elohim group, are available uh, when people call and to go and assist where we may. So if an ambassador would contact us and ask, then we would interact. Mm -hmm. um, I, I have a question here. Um, you know, he mentions the group Theosophy. And at various times, I've read that Theosophy, and perhaps Rosicrucians, I'm not sure, were involved with putting into the collective the idea of a superior race theory, and that even Hitler was a follower of um, that famous Theosophist. I think of her name, uh, 
there was Annie Besant and there was another woman. I can't remember her name. But could you comment on that? Thank you. Each person, Hitler, for instance, had his own uh, particular following. He was very much into development of a superior race and considered that this was very uh, important and uh, a very uh, significant work to do. Uh, so um, many of the um, uh, individuals who were uh, following um, their own path or a path they considered very important would look to theosophy or uh, other um, paranormal uh, and paranormal groups or uh, other groups for um, otherworldly help. Thank you. Kowatsky, Vobatsky would be the name you were looking for. Yes, it was. Madam Vobatsky. Okay. Ken lives near uh, Toronto. No, I, I got I got an email from him. Okay. Right? Uh, I had asked him a question. Did he send you the answer as well? Never no, mind. I just knew it. I knew it. Okay. Okay. This is from Ken. <laughs> High cities near Toronto. The actual city is. This is a challenge. Mississauga. Mississauga. Okay. But near Toronto. Okay. And Ken's question is. Hang on. Just a second. My wife has multiple sclerosis. Is this caused by, now he says, everyone bar viruses. And for some reason, I think he means Epstein bar virus, but he wrote it everyone bar virus, okay? Or diet, or a combination, or of many factors. Can we take some to ride of the virus if this is the case? Ken, you got to edit your things more. Can we take some to ride? I don't know what he means by that, okay? Uh, well, let me just ask his implied question is, can you share what is the cause of her multiple sclerosis. Thank you. Give us a moment. And can I point out that we really can't do medical uh, diagnoses and stuff like that. So whatever they say, 
This is for entertainment purposes only. Thank you. Thank you. We see that there are multiple uh, tractors coming together. It creates this, and you may notice that at some times it may be a little better and other times a little worse. So you could take a look at what is in the diet in a case a day or a week maybe when it is a little better. Uh, is there are factors in diet uh, that uh, can help. Uh, critical nutrients might help. Also, uh, we, we can, we are looking, there are things that could significantly help her. Um, this tends to get worse over time. There are multiple factors that enter in. Uh, as we have mentioned, diet, uh, the uh, stress factor, uh, digestion. Uh, could be better. Elimination could be better. Um, there are certain nutrients as bases that are needed by anyone, um, for instance, vitamin D, uh, we are looking at different aspects. In some cases, there's a parasitic con uh, component that uh, can be helped uh, by nutrients. Um, we uh, suggest researching uh, to uh, see aspects of uh, individuals who have been helped uh, by the protocols of certain uh, doctors uh, and seeing what has helped others and then uh, getting in touch with uh, these experts uh, who have testimonials of people that have been helped. We also are taking a moment to look directly 
Thank you. Thank you. And it seems to me that I heard of a product quite recently where it was mentioned uh, that it, it helped people with multiple sclerosis. And it was not a supplement. It was kind of a, a high-frequency appliance that you brought near your body. And I'll check that. Remind me, Ken, and I'll see if if I know what that was and get more information on it. Okay. And next question is just a moment. Okay. From Edna. I would like to ask if Grace can provide me with help and information through my dreams, meditations, and synchronicities. Uh, and actually, I requested help for career change so that I would be able to do what I love and at the same time, it would bring me continuing financial support and allow me to be in service to others. Uh, Elohim asked Grace to support me with my intentions. I would like to ask if Grace would provide me with help and information through my dreams, meditations, and synchronicities. Thank you. Ejna. Thank you. I've seen the uh, connecting the um, connecting between grace and your dream state. It would not only be grace, but it would be in conjunction with mm, the WOW group, they could provide uh, lessons, dream lessons. We, ask to make the connection from Ra asking the help of grace. Thank you. Thank you. And I wanted to mention something. There's another person that asked the question about jobs, which I'm going to come to in just a moment. But um, I wanted to say that when you're looking for something out in the world, and whether it's a job or a doctor or whatever, do a lot of research and see who you can tune into. Look at the people that run the company and can you feel them? And can you feel a connection with them? And when you approach them, approach them 
with that connection that you've already built without talking to them. And if they're the right company, they will feel it. And next question here. Well, okay. They, they, want, they might be able to uh, look up a blog of people that have that occupation and uh, be able to enter in and um, get to know some of them and ask them some questions and, like, um, how is your manager? Is he a good person to work with? Or, uh, to get to know them, and once they know you and they're familiar with you, they may be able to help you to get a job. Thank you. That's a good idea, okay? And the next question is from, here it is. I have two questions, and this is, oh, wait, I asked that last week. I'm sorry. Just a moment. There it is. This is from Jean Mondretti. And she doesn't have her city here. What is the first name? Jean. Jean. J-E-A-N. J-E-A-N. Right. Thank you. And... (laughs) Um, she's looking for a job and she did another interview again and felt it was almost close and then was told not mine it's not hers I've been pursuing a particular job role for a while it always comes close but does not manifest I'm hopeful and continue to feel excited and positive that one day I'll have that job. I feel I deserve it. Um, And opportunities also show up. Go as far as few rounds of interviews, but then always leaves me disappointed. I know I'm qualified for that role. If I want it this bad, I feel I sure can have it, right? As for the law of attraction. You know what? Um, I just want to interject here. When you go look for a company where you believe you have a connection with that company and that you can contribute to them, but make it real. Don't just like go around with your hand out looking for a job and trying to convince them to hire you. Convince them that you, you know, right now in particular, people that have spiritual energy have a great advantage because there's so much, there is so much tension in the world 
that if you have the qualities to do the job, you also have a vibrational connection that that you can walk in there and uplift the environment, then uh, it's going to probably be very uh, supportive of you getting the job. Add that to your thoughts when you're looking. Can the sources enlighten us and share some thoughts as in why this is happening with me, please? What does it take to manifest something you really want? Right now, my inner being tells me, just chill. Will I ever get that dream job? If so, is it close? Many thanks, Gwen and Terry. I love you both. Dean. Thank you. Um, We are reminded about... uh, putting all your eggs in one basket. Uh, There would be a certain number of companies that you could apply for and um, not depending upon any one of those those companies to give you a job, but to uh, put in more than one application interview, more than one company, and... um, don't put it out that you are very needy and this is the one. And It's like it is you that has something to offer to them and uh, that um, there's probably five co- companies out there. And if you have more than one opportunity in the fire at once, uh, then... Um, you aren't hanging on the answer of one. But uh, put out the, um, uh, you have something to really offer and um, you aren't needing that job. You, it's something that you uh, you can uh, uh, give to them, not them give to you. So that they may feel that and feel like um, you're the one that can give something uh, to them. We hope uh, we got the drift of that across. Mm-hmm. That's very good counsel. In other words, um, be detached from the results. Make a good presentation. Right. But when you have a few things in the fire, you're not putting out psychic pressure on any one. And that psychic pressure can cause people to feel it and then resist. Okay? Right. right. And, um, if, if they feel that, uh, wow, you know, it's like you really got a lot to offer and there's a chance that they might lose you to somebody else. Uh, not, not that you should say, well, I applied five places, but, uh, you know, the atmosphere that you are really valuable and that they won't be sorry if they hire you. You're going to really um, be the one for them. They will feel that. Thank you. And it is 702. And... 
Um, Alan, we're in the seven o two. I just said that. Didn't you hear me say oh, it? No, I was muting myself. Sorry. <laughs> All right, it's seven o two, and uh, Alan, I ask your question next week, okay? Um, and also, Dharmananda. I can't remember if I asked this question or not. And if I did, good. And if I didn't, ask it next week, okay? Tell, tell me, this is Jerry. Uh, tell us a little bit about the question. We'll tell you if you ask it. Uh, he said, Julie Renee, but I think he means Lisa Renee, is saying God did not create DNA. He did not create a vehicle for illness and disease to be passed on from generation to generation. That's how it starts. Um, last week we did answer a question uh, from Dharmananda uh, concerning DNA. Uh, so, so maybe if we she has a different question, then ask next week. Probably the same question. Okay. I saw it from last week and I couldn't remember it. And uh, okay, but in any case, uh, if you're on BBS, stay on this line if you want to, because we're going to continue with a whole different kind of call, which is called Whole Planet Healing. And you know, particularly, particularly if you're feeling like you want to do something to help the world right now? Or if you're feeling alienated and scared, this call has turned into a family. And as well as creating intentions for more positive outcomes on our planet, which really needs that right now. And it's very powerful because our sources are adding their energy to our intentions when they perceive it's for the highest good of all concerned and honoring free will. And on that note, we are going to um, say, we're gonna disconnect this call and BBS is gonna immediately plug in to our other call, which is on a different line. And if you wanna research us, thespiritchannel.net, thespiritchannel.net, and, um, and on that note. Unmuted. Thank you all for being here. Thank you. Thank you, Vintelli, and particularly our sources. Happy trails. Thank you. Bye. Yeah, I had a question that you didn't answer. I'll ask it next week. Okay. This session is no longer being recorded. Welcome to Hope Planet Healing. Would you like to say your name and location? This is Terry in Sedona. Hi, Terry. Hi, Terry. Hello. Welcome those on CBS Radio. Welcome to everybody on BBS. This is Whole Planet Healing, healing the planet one day at a time. That's <laughs> uh, Chris and Memphis. Hi, Chris. Great. Hi, Chris. Great, Chris. Hi, Terry. Thank you. Hi, Chris. Hey. So, what I told you is that important enough for a call, Joy. Welcome to Hope Planet Healing. Would you like to say your name and location? John from Las Vegas. Hi, John. 
Hi, Antonio. It's Jeannie and Citrus Hi. Hi, Jeannie. Hi, Jeannie. Hi, Jeannie. Hi, Jeannie. Hi, Jeannie. Hi everybody. All right. We are. I'll take your last one. Tomorrow, yes. Antonio. Oh, tomorrow? Tomorrow, Antonio. Yeah. Before we are at 707. And uh, Jackie, are you here, honey? Yes. All right. Let's just get going, okay? As we are on BBS radio, and the time is limited. Yep. Muted. Hello, hi. All right, Jackie. All right. I don't think Ben is here yet. I'm here. I'm here. Okay. You want to open up, Ben? Yeah. All right. This is uh, March 16th, and the recording has started. This is March 16th, 2022. Everybody, everywhere, and this is our whole planet healing call. And this is a call where we come together and create a group energy on the call. And don't ask me how we do that, except we have the intent to do it and it happens. And we've been doing it for quite a while and it's become almost a family feeling. And um, in this period of time, Many people feel pretty discombobulated and alienated and a little, a little or a lot anxious, understandably. And this call, aside from creating uh, intentions to shift the planet, also creates a peaceful energy centered. And it's almost as if we're in the same room together. And uh, which is amazing to generate that on a conference call. And not even a Zoom, we can't even see each other. So uh, I turn it over to Jackie and she's like our concierge through the call and just hang in there and see if you can feel the energy of the higher realms while we do this. Thank you, Wynn. Um, and, and yes, welcome to our BBS radio listeners. We love Monday and Wednesday because you add your energy to our call. And as Wynn said, we are joined by higher dimensional beings that assist us on our call. We primarily are here to heal the planet, but we also include people, places, and situations that need our attention and focus and healing. And these sources have indicated that they are adding their energy to our request. And uh, they always keep in mind, though, that the principle of the highest and greatest good of all be observed. Uh, Wynn mentioned that you might be feeling the energy on this call. And I'd like to say that for anyone who's new on this call, as you repeatedly come into the call, you'll notice that there's a higher energy field. We have a group energy that's joined by higher sources. And this energy actually almost feels tangible. 
And you'll notice when they join us on the call, and over time, this relationship becomes personal. You will likely feel this energy assisting you in the background of your life, if you desire that. And as we always do on this call, we get it officially started by welcoming Cecil from near Seattle, Washington, who recites our invocation asking protection for ourselves, this call, and this work that we do. Cecil? Thank you, Jackie. Father, Mother, God, the one infinite creator, we ask for the presence of the light to surround and protect everyone in attendance, including those on BBS radio, and any negativity be taken to the highest realms of light and be transmuted to the highest and greatest good of all concerned. We see ourselves in the flow of energy radiating from the center of the universe through the galaxies, through our galaxy, the Milky Way, through our solar system, through the outer energy fields of planet Earth, through our bodies and into the center of the Earth. Right now, we invoke a group energy connection with all those present who are open to do so while maintaining the sovereign integrity of our souls. We invite those sources who are positive, service to others, honoring the law of one, to join with us. We co-create a protected space that only the positive has access to. Anything not of that nature must leave now. And back to you, Jackie. Thank you so much, Cecil. Well, at the beginning of this call, Winfrey and Terry Brown join us, and they just take a few minutes of their time to share their thoughts with us. Wynn, are you available? Hello, Wynn. Okay, sorry. calling Wynn. There you sorry. are. I was muted. <laughs> I'm, taking, I'm taking lessons from Terry. Um, this call is so epic that if you happen to be here, you'll probably miss it. (laughs) Not because it's not epic, it's because it's actually hard to believe you stumbled on this. And your mind will tell you, no, it can't be that. It can't gotta be something else. Who are these guys anyway? Well, listen, it's really rare that we're doing this. It's really rare that someone makes this kind of interaction with these high group souls and puts it out in a public way. And uh, it's the kind of thing that you may read about in the future. It's like, and, and say, God, oh, that was that call that I didn't come back on. 
how did I miss that? <laughs> well, in any case, um, I don't care. I mean, I care if you come back, but I care for the evolution of the universe, not because you're paying attention to me. And uh, I just want to urge you to check it out carefully, okay? You know, it's based on on these conversations we've had with these two group souls on the other side. And and one of them, remember I said it's epic, one of them says they created the universe and they told us how they did it. And, um, and it's through channeling. And I tend to not believe channeling. And I've been, you know, I've talked to them now for years and I know they're real. And I know they care about humanity and they try so hard to make a difference. We have a lot of miracles that have happened here. And I'm gonna turn it over to my partner, Terry Brown, who they speak through. Terry, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Um, yeah, um, we just finished an hour. On Wednesdays, we have um, questions and answers, and I channel the answers. And it's really interesting because they are really, really uh, concerned and connected with the people that they answer questions for. Uh, they, 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 even after the call, they might be seen um, looking at it and uh, seeing, uh, still, still working on it. Like, can they, um, can they help the person in some way? Uh, can they alleviate some of their symptoms? And they're really a um, beautiful, caring uh, group on the other side there. And we've done a couple thousand channelings, and they're available on the spiritchannel.net. And I'll turn it over to Jackie. Thank you, Terry. I love hearing um, the experience of channeling from your side of it. Uh, thank you for always sharing that. Now, Terry, who just spoke, you also heard in the previous hour, and she's also responsible for the majority of the messages that are archived on the spiritchannel.net. And there are thousands of these timeless messages and cover such a wide range of topics, but don't feel overwhelmed. There's a search feature, and you can put in a topic of interest, and uh, up will come all of the messages that pertain to that area. So get over there. But right now, we are so lucky on this call because every evening, we have Bonnie from Corona, California, who is familiar with many of these messages that are archived on the Spirit Channel. And she reads one of these messages or something from a compatible resource for us every evening. Bonnie? Hi, thank you. Okay, we are gonna read from a transcript. Uh, this call took place uh, Wednesday, June 23rd, uh, 2010. 
And after when called in the light, uh, we have first a greeting from Ra'an through Jerry. We greet you in the love light of the one infinite creator of which each and every one of you are a treasured part. And as so, you are at one with the whole and have access. If you would tune into the frequencies of all information. This is June 23rd, 2010, in some areas of the Earth plane, and we are focused through Terry Brown in Los Angeles, California, and also are available and connected in any extent that the individuals would wish to everyone on this line and everyone who would listen to the call at any time in the future or read the transcript. Do you have questions? And when asked, our first question actually corresponds to what you just said. It's a good follow-up question. And this person says, as a light body enduring this 3D holographic experience, what is blocking us from knowing the response to all questions? And Ra on through Terry answers, we were looking at this in the introduction, although we did not go into it. The thing that is blocking you from seeing or knowing more information is focus. For one being within the third density has a body. This channels one's energy into a body matrix, and then one focuses on the outside through this body matrix. Did you know that you could have your senses without the body matrix? You can have a sense of smell, a sense of sight, a sense of hearing, and it does not take the body to have these treasures, these abilities. However, with the body, then one becomes unidirectional monochromatic, so that they look at things through the lens of their body, the eye, the ear, the sense of taste. One moves into an organized matrix and then operates from this organized matrix. One then condenses down to the matrix ID and narrows the spectrum down that they view things through. This shuts out the signals. It goes totally through their body and their body matrix. It shuts down the signals of outside spectrum and they then focus using the body matrix with the frequencies which are available in the third density. They therefore do not focus on and therefore do not pick up on 
much like a radio receiver picks up information from the airwaves. They do not pick up the information that is all around them and available to them should they blossom and be able to color outside of the lines of their own matrix and to reform, to to open themselves to the higher frequencies and lower frequencies. Some of the signals are very, very thin and distant, and they take a fine-tuning mechanism to be able to get information in those areas. We, the Elohim, merged with the Ra group, are able to color outside of the lines and to move and to focus in on areas of attention and to be able to translate information and significance as we are intelligent beings. Although we do not have the trappings of the physical body or the physical matrix even, we have the ability to change form and shape and we could move as the storm. We could be the sunshine and so pick up information about these areas. We hope this has shed some light on your question. What a nice description. I'm going to turn it back to you, Jackie. I love you guys. Thank you. Yes, thank you so much, Bonnie. Next on our call, we are going to join Jennifer from Greensburg, Pennsylvania, who researches the most recent earthquake and volcanic activities on our planet. And we do this because our sources have asked us to stay informed of these current events. They've also suggested that the um, most beneficial offering we can extend is the energy of calmness. So once again, let's be the calm, relax into the feeling, the emotion of calmness and tranquility. And as a group, let's join Jennifer as she guides us to each area of activity. Jennifer? Thank you, Jackie. Tonight, as we begin our journey, I'd like to invite Mother Earth to join with us to enhance our intention for calm. And we welcome our BBS listeners. You can add your energy to ours, and Mother can increase that intention. First place we're going to look at tonight is Hawaii. As usual, excuse me, the big island of Hawaii had a lot of activity around Pahala, 2.4 and less, and there was a 2.6 north over by Hilo, which is sort of, usually there's not a lot going on up there, and basically it was just the rumblings of what's happening underneath. So let us just send additional calm to the fault lines, the fracture zones, the hot spot where Hawaii sits, and undersea volcanoes, anything that can affect this island and the entire chain, and just then calming down. Now we're going to move down to the southernmost 
um, active point in the Ring of Fire, and that's the island of New Zealand. On the North and South Islands today, we were very fortunate. We had low level threes. <clears throat> Moving up the Kermadec Trench, different story, though. There was all sorts of activity going on here. Um, 4.6 south of the Kermadec Islands, which is just off the North Island of New Zealand. Moving up along that trench, we had 4.7 at Fiji, a 5.4 at Tonga, and assorted others along the way. <clears throat> and then moving west to Indonesia, way up towards Java, we had a 5.3. Moving northward towards the Philippines, we had a 5.2. And then moving up to Japan, or I'm sorry, I missed Taiwan, but 4.2 in Taiwan. And then moving up to Japan, we had a rather large 7.3, a 6.5, a 5.5, and and there's other assorted offshore. Um, Concerning issue is it is just offshore where Fukushima is. And there are like, oh gosh, how many? Nine earthquakes there. And we want to send calm to this area. This is right on the Japan Trench. It's just west of it. And then we're going to continue northward. Um, <clears throat> nothing much happening in Kamchatsky. And then we're going to scoot across the Aleutian Trench. Now, what's happening, Japan and so forth, that energy is going to travel around. So we want to send a lot of calming to uh, the Aleutians. There is virtually nothing going on there today. Stay tuned. So let's just send additional calm all along the trench. And then we're going to move down through, um, oh, well, Alaska didn't even have anything that was a four. There was a 3.1, and that was the largest. So then we're going to move down through Washington. There wasn't anything noted in Canada. Down through Washington, everything was low level, but I do want to mention that we should send combing to Mount St. Helens. It was rumbling. And even though Mount Rainier was quiet, let's send it calm as well. These um, these two volcanoes seem to, one rumbles and the other, then the other rumbles. So we know that it's capable. Moving down through Oregon, nothing reported seismically, but we also have Mount Hood there and Three Sisters. And then we're going to scoot quickly down to California. Uh, 2.8 was the largest. So we're going to come on to the geysers in Sincom, all the way down the San Andreas Fault, Southern California. And then on the eastern side, we have the Walker area, south of Lake Tahoe, the Long Valley Caldera area, and then um, also Ridgecrest, which is always swarming. And I do want to touch on Stanley, Idaho, Oklahoma, and Utah. These were all less than four. And moving down to Mexico, we had fours. 4.2 was actually the largest. Not a whole lot going on in Central America. But this is (laughs) everything that's happening on the other side is going to reverberate here. So hang on. Um, The threes down the rest. Of Central America till we get to Panama. We had a 4.1 in Panama, and across the Caribbean plate, we had a 4.1 in the Dominican. 
And then moving back over to South America, nothing in Colombia, Ecuador. Then we get to Peru where we had a 5.6, 4.3 in Chile, and a 4.1 in Argentina, and a 4.7 at the South Sandwich Islands. It's all the way down to the southern tip of South America and head eastward and the South Sandwich Islands. I don't think there are humans there, <laughs> but they had a 4.7. And now we're going to move up the Mid-Atlantic Ridge, and when we get to about where, oh goodness gracious, it's, it's called the Central Mid-Atlantic Ridge. And if you were looking at South America, it would be east of Brazil and had a 4.6 at the Central Mid-Atlantic Ridge. And then moving across Europe, it was all low level. Uh, even in Greece, we had a 4.6, which for them is no biggie. Um, threes in Turkey. Southern Iran had a 5.9. And then a 5.1 in Pakistan. 4.2 right next to that in India. Uh, that was the 4.2 and then the 5.1. They were neighbors there. And then a 5.1 in China. And then that brings us back to the ring of fire. I'd like to thank everybody, and I'll send you back to Jackie. Thanks, everyone. Thank you so much, Jennifer. In just a few moments, Wynn will be taking us on his guided visualization where he will address many of those other issues that we are concerned about in our world. But first, the phone lines are being unmuted, and you have this opportunity to put your concerns into the light, always keeping in mind that the highest and greatest good for all be considered. If you're listening to us on BBS radio or to a replay, this is also the right time to put forth your personal concerns. And I'd just like to thank everyone for your contributions tonight. Unmuted. I would like to put into our light healing assistance and protection for the beautiful Mother Earth, the human family, and the farm, all the sentient beings. I would like to ask for assistance for all of my other prayers and a little extra effort for maintenance of the world peace, healing assistance and protection in a big way for all of us here, our families, and everything, everyone, and everywhere we are lovingly connected with for the highest and greatest good. Thank you so much. This is Jeannie and Sister Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Um, I'd like to put the human race into the light and request the assistance of the Elohim in increasing awareness and awakening of each human being to the existence of forces and powers on this planet that have been working to destroy our freedom and our sovereignty and our well-being. And let every person be moved to speak up and speak out with the awareness that he, she has gained in regard to these things so that the awareness and light will spread and expand such that there will be no more room for the darkness. Thank you. Joy and Squim Washington. This is I would like to oh. ask for myself, uh, to put myself in the light, to put Wynn and Terry in the light, to put everybody on this call in the light, and all of my beautiful animals and your animals and any of our loved ones. I would also ask for the Ukraine and Russia to be in the light and to ask for 
the peace there right now. Thank you. Joy in Scrim, Washington. I would like the assistance of our dear, dear friends to enhance our ability to feel the feeling of how wonderful it feels when we are treated respectfully with truth and therefore we are able to exercise our our free will correctly based on truth and that feeling of freedom that comes from that. Thank you. I'm in San Jose asking for support and protection for Sidney Powell, Mike Lindell. Thank you. Muted. And I would like to put all people everywhere uh, who were concerned about coronavirus or the vaccines. I would just like to ask for their healing and that the emphasis can come off of sickness and go on to health in the world. Thank you. Anyone else? Of course, you're all in, in the... <laughs> Unmuted. <laughs> I just want to comment. It's very nice of all the volunteers to congratulate all the volunteers that run these calls and all the work they put in to help Terry and Wynn do the calls and the weekday Big calls. Thank Big thank you. I really appreciate it. Very, very good. We thank, thank you. All. We thank them too. And, you know... Very grateful. Yeah. Muted. Thank you for your comment. Group visualization. And we're going to scan our entire planet. And, you know, while we're scanning it, our sources are going to track with us. And they're going to add their energy to the things they deem are okay to do that with. For the highest good of all concerned and honoring free will. And you may notice the energy in between my words as I do this. Because that's not me. I can't make that happen. That's them, and they're here. And we have a group energy, and we have all of us on this call. We have some of the Ra group, some of the Elohim group, and we have Mother Earth. We have the Earth spirits and the sun. And anyone else on the other side who picks up our soul stream and is service to others and wants to join with their energy, they are invited. 
And we surround our entire planet with this group energy. And we can just imagine that we are repeater stations for the what's sometimes called the love light energy of the universe, the Christ energy, and the energy of grace. And we are going to repeat this energy through our location to the surface of our planet and ask to lift the vibration wherever it's able to be received and lifted. And we start, we start out on the focusing on the humans who are service to others on planet Earth, who, however they do it, they spend a certain amount of their life uplifting the vibration, volunteering in charities, praying to God, and inventing things that can help humanity. And we just send them all support. We go to the children and the young people of our planet who have the most sensitivity to this energy and are being bombarded with all kinds of propaganda, even in school. It's different than it was when we were younger. And we ask them to have the blessing of wisdom as they get older, to see the true agendas and have the wisdom to make a difference. And we go to the animals and the pets, and particularly the pets who are helping their owners keep their hearts open and uh, have gratitude for their poop being picked up and whatever. So uh, we thank all of those pets and cats and dogs and birds and uh, for doing their part. And we go to the plant life on our planet. The trees, the bushes, and the grass. And they all pick up the energy of the higher realms and run it through their bodies, their leaves, their stems, their branches, their flowers, whatever, and their roots into the earth. And if you're around a plant, bless them and see if you can feel that energy flowing through them. I know I can. And we go to the rocks, the minerals, and the crystals that can really anchor energies from the higher realms. 
and hold them to the earth. And we just bless them and increase the flow. We go to the fish and the sea life, the dolphins and the whales. Now we go through the surface of the earth into the interior of the earth. Now the earth is alive and the earth has a big energy field that goes through its entire interior and penetrates through the surface. So all humans are included in that field. And the good news is all humans are included and the bad news is all humans are included because humans are a pretty rowdy bunch of people. And there's a lot of things that go on that the earth has to process both in the consciousness of humans and their activities. So we just are going to send healing energy to Mother Earth. And some of you might feel the energy of the earth coming back through your floor, sending gratitude to us. And we've had people tell us that the earth, who who commune with the earth regularly, that the earth really appreciates it when we do this. And we go to the energies that travel through the earth that terminate in earthquakes and volcanoes. And Jennifer did the earthquakes and volcanoes for today that happened in the last 24 hours. And we're going to focus on the potential earthquakes and volcanoes for the future. We're sending calm energy to these waves that travel through the earth that link up potential earthquakes and volcanoes. Then we go back to the surface of the earth and we're gonna continue on potential earthquakes and volcanoes. And we're going to start out with the three major earthquake zones, the Ring of Fire, the land masses surrounding the Pacific Ocean. And we're going to send the columns of light down to each zone, creating calm energy. So we see this column of light has got to extend from Asia and Australia over to North America, Central America, South America, and penetrate through this great expanse with Alaska 
at the top. We see this going through the ground in all those areas with earthquake faults and creating calm energy. And we go to the New Madrid fault line, fault area centered in St. Louis and the surrounding states. And we see a column of light hundreds of miles in diameter penetrating through the ground in this entire area of fault lines and bringing calm energy. And we go to the Mid-Atlantic fault line, stretching from the North Pole through Iceland down the middle of the Atlantic Ocean and terminating as far south as the tip of South America. We put a longitudinal column of light thousands of miles long penetrating through the water and into all of the potential earthquakes and volcanoes and fault lines in that area. Can you feel that energy rush in when I leave the space? We go to all of the other potential earthquakes and volcanoes on our entire planet we ask our sources to help locate them and help project this calm energy. And that any earthquakes and volcanoes that need to occur because the earth is releasing stress, we ask they might happen gradually and away from population centers. We go to some of the other out-of-balance situations on our planet, and we start out with the coronavirus and all its mutations, and we ask that it be rendered harmless. We go to the immune systems of humans, and we ask that they can be strengthened. We go to the toxins in vaccines and ask that they can be transmuted. We go to the negative agendas, the negative agendas of the negative elite. And many people don't know those, there's negative agendas. And these things, many of the things happening on Earth are actually happening by somebody's negative intention. And we ask to send this energy to those people 
who are doing that, who opening, asking to open them up, those that have the potential to switch to service to others, that it be done. We also ask for the increased awareness of humans and discernment of humans who do the research necessary to understand the negative agendas. Because many humans don't even know this is happening. And we ask for humans to become aware and sensitive to the positive energies and intelligence of the higher realms. And whether you call it Elohim and Ra or God or whatever, there is intelligence that pays attention to us. And there is intelligence that has the ability to answer requests, which is why we're doing this call. They are on this call. And we ask for the increased awareness of people to make connection with those energies. We go to all the people who suffer on this planet and we send them the energy of the Christ consciousness. So they have an option of reaching out and moving above their suffering. And if possible, we ask for the sources of suffering to be remedied. We go to droughts and we ask for rain in all those areas where there's droughts, particularly populated areas and areas where animals are depending on rain for their water holes. We go to the governments of our planet and we ask for qualities of leadership that make people feel safe and genuinely cared about. Benevolence, compassion, Courage, wisdom, integrity, and ethics. And we ask for those countries that are adversarial to find ways and means to heal their 
circumstances, their adversarialness, their hostility, non-violently. Particularly, we're going to send an energy of peace down on Ukraine and Russia right now. Finally, we go to interventions. We ask that our realm is protected from nuclear weapons going off. We ask for transmutation of toxic substances in our environment. Radioactivity, chemtrails, radio frequency, microwave, and 5G signals. Nanobots. And we mentioned coronaviruses and vaccines the second time. Anything in food, air, water, and medicines, which is toxic to be transmuted. And we end this call by bringing this energy to ourselves. Each of us, including me and Terry, have more potential than we reach. And we just ask to reach our highest potential and learn how to hold this energy better so that we can make our own difference in our life, in the people around us, and in the environments around us, where each an aspect of the one infinite creator temporarily experiencing these little bodies on planet Earth. And we can imagine the energy of love light emanating from source, traveling through the universe, through the solar system, and landing on our own personal rooftop where we have an energy filter that only lets positive energy through. And if we're comfortable, we can invite that energy into our home, 
into our room, into our RV, into our tent, whatever we call home, and turn it into a sacred environment, transmuting any negativity. And we can let that energy come down on the outer walls of our home and create protection from negativity in the outside world. And we can invite that energy to move through our body, through our chakra system, opening us up, breaking down barriers. And you can, those of you that want to hold this energy, we're leaving the lines open. And if you're on BBS, thank you so much for listening. And you can learn more about us at thespiritchannel.net. And on that note, we'll see you next time. This session is no longer being recorded.